The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Adventure Jogger. Jeff Stafford hanging out in my kitchen. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to have you on. So the talk of the ultra running world was the Tunnel Hill 100 in Illinois. This was going to be an epic shootout for the ages. Zach Bitter, the course record holder, world record holder, was towing the line. Taggart Van Etten, the second fastest time on that course, towing the line. He's a world record holder, the fastest 100 miles on a treadmill. But like it so often happens... A little black horse snuck into that race. Like, who's that? I know. Wrecking the headlines that Trail Runner magazine How had already dare written. you? Because neither of those runners would win. The winner would be a fella by the name of Phil Young. He's from Davenport, Iowa. He owns the Fleet Feet store there. And he's an ultra runner and a champion. And he is our guest on this episode of The Adventure Jogger. Welcome, Phil. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me, and, and what an intro. We're going to try and answer that question because so many people were looking at those results, Phil, and going like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Zach? Is it going to be Taggart? And then they're like, who's Phil Young? So we're going to try and answer this question, who's Phil Young? Uh, before we get into your epic day at Tunnel Hill, um, let's kind of get your, your running background, your running story. Uh, you, you own a running store, so I, I take it running's been a, a big part of your life for a very long time. Sure. Um, yeah, that, that's a part of the deal. Um, you know, I, uh, I started running when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, my, not, not, not on a club, not competitively, um, at least for, for quite some time. But, I, you know, I grew up watching both my parents you know, participate on the weekends in, in a 5k here or there, um, in Davenport, we've got, um, we've got the quality times big seven, um, yeah. which is kind of a story seven mile road race. Um, that that's, you know, we've seen a Bill Rogers and a Joe Benoit Samuelson and Meb yeah. and, um, you know, some, some, some big names come in and win races. And so, so that was always a thing that I grew up watching, um, on the streets. And then I, I think I ran it, I must've been 10 or 11. The first time I, I ran it with my mom, yeah. um, yeah, so that, that's that's a little bit of the heritage, you know. I uh, I ran in high school. I was, um, you know, from a, a being competitive standpoint, I was good, uh, but I was yeah. not. I was not great. I wasn't. I wasn't the best runner on the team. Um, uh, fast forward, you know, I, I I wanted to run collegiately. I I wasn't excited about um, any of my like small college visits, um, which I, I really don't know what that was about. Yeah. Um, it's like one, one weekend it would rain. And so I didn't like that school cause it was always raining, um, right. stuff like that. And so I went to university of Iowa, um, was kind of, a, a, a bullheaded kid who thought, no, I can do it. And so I, I, I tried to walk on, um, my senior year in high school, I didn't really hit the marks that, that the coach had established to be like even a preferred walk on, yeah. um, to even have a shot. And so, um, didn't, that didn't work. Um, and that, that kind of like, it crushed me initially, but, but that kind of propelled me into like, okay, so what do I do like with running? Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've never really known it, uh, you know, as a, as a young adult, like outside of the team atmosphere. And so what do I do? And 
you know, found some good buddies and started training hard. And, um, you know, I, I can remember like winning my first, you know, podunk little 5k and in, in like Solon, Iowa yeah. and, uh, and thinking, whoa, like hey. this is great. <laughs> Everyone who's 20, who's good. <laughs> isn't here because they're on a, they're on a team and uh and here here we go so uh i, I was I an opportunist <laughs> yeah very uh very opportunistic runner uh which which um is foreboding uh <laughs> as it relates to what happened last weekend potentially but um yeah you know i uh so that's that's when i kind of fell in love with the sport um kind of again okay um after after not having the pressure of like i need to do this to you know, achieve some sort of status or to make some team or to feel accepted or to feel good enough. Like I just started to love doing it, love training, love racing. Um, so did a lot of that, a lot of shorter stuff. And then um, I think it was my junior year, maybe 2011, 2010, um, 2010, I ran the Chicago marathon. Um, and I, I ran 20 miles really fast and I walked six miles really <laughs> slow, um, <laughs> like really bad. Uh <laughs> And I mean, like it was, it was weeks ago. epic. It was so typical. Um, it was like, it was like the most typical first marathon experience uh, from just a dummy. Uh, so that was my, my entry into the sport, uh, at least of, 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 you know, distance running. And, um, and then the, the ultra marathon thing kind of happened on um, as a product of, of circumstance. I, I kind of lost my job and um, we were kind of in between some stuff and had a, you know, one kid and a kid on the way. And, um, I was, I was signed up to go run Chicago again as a part of like the Olympic development, you know, program. I, I yeah. was kind of budding. I was like a two twenty nine, So okay. I, it's fast, fast running, but not, you know, I wasn't going to make Olympic trials, but, right. um, so I still had to pay to race, um, and hotels and the whole deal. And, um, so no job. It was like, well, that doesn't seem super smart right yeah, now, yeah. uh, to, to go, you know, willy nilly and go to Chicago. So, uh, called a buddy here, uh, uh, just up in Cedar Falls, Iowa, who's hosting a 50 K. And I thought, Hey, if I can run this race for free, maybe that'll get my race, you know, out of me and, uh, no hotel, no fee. Like, that'll be great. I won the race. I won some money. It was like a, a total, you know, a, a net, it was a net positive for sure. And then it, it just kind of wet my, um, palette for like, Whoa, this is the trails are fun. The longer stuff works for me. Um, I should explore this a little bit more. I love that really your, your, your entrance into the ultra world is because like so many of us, you're cheap. You're like, I don't want to spend this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's see. I've never done a 50K before. I trained for this expensive marathon, but I can get a free entry. I think I'll I'll do that. Yeah. I'll give this ultra thing a try. And and plus, there's beer at the end. Exactly. Was there beer at the end? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there absolutely was. Which is like Absolutely. when that happens, and and you know they have they have beer at the end of of marathons and half marathons, but generally it's Michelob Ultra, and I don't believe anybody actually pays money for that beer. I think they <laughs> do it not, simply yeah. to give away for free at yeah, half marathons. Not so no, not at all. So quick question: Were you born and raised in Iowa? Yes. Yep. Nice. I'm yep. sure you know where a little town called Mount Pleasant is. Oh, yes, sir. That's where I was born, Mount Pleasant. And, uh, How about that? Grandparents cool. lived in Burlington, so I know that part of Iowa pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited about Iowa chat. The most yeah. exciting state in yeah. the union. Well, it's better than Wisconsin, well, don't you know? 
<laughs> but I am drinking a Wisconsin beer. He right is drinking now. a Wisconsin beer. Quick. Yeah, oh, that's that's good. That's good. See stuff. in Iowa, in Iowa, if you if you see a new Glarus, it's like ooh, oh yeah, oh. Wisconsin because you can't get them. No, we're in Tennessee and we're drinking new Glarus. You can't get them well, down here. I have to have people ship them down. I have runners that will smuggle it. Yeah, I'm Tennessee. gonna turn you guys in. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's it. You're done. Hello, hello officer. <laughs> so, so Phil, so I met these two youths. They're I drinking. Met, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, when did you decide that you wanted to own a running store? Was it after you lost your job? You're like, well, I like running. Let's just open up a running store. Or how did that all come about? Yes. Uh, so, so the job was was um, managing uh, another small running store. Um, uh, in the Iowa City area, so mm-hmm. yeah. grew up in Davenport, ended up in Iowa City for school, and then and then stuck around there. And um, yeah, so so coming like that that was kind of on its way to what I thought would be a, a high level um, either ownership or, or partnership yeah. sort of scenario. Yeah, and it just kind of it, it kind of stopped tracking that way. Um, and so uh, yeah, we, we we had we had for a, a time kind of written off retail you know at, at that moment it was just my thing my wife w- was just had a career um otherwise yeah. and uh you know you have small kids and you're working nights and weekends and 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 you know being integrated in the running community and going to all this stuff and like there's a lot of extra stuff and it, it's a, a joy um but when it when we're kind of divided as a household like i'm off doing this stuff and it there's not necessarily this, this promised return. Right. Nope. Um, it's, it's kind of like, this is, let's just be done with, yeah. uh, with, with retail. So I was like, you know, on LinkedIn or whatever existed back then. And, and just trying to find like a job with a shirt and tie. And, uh, <laughs> and then um, had got in touch with, um, with a gal named Robin Gobi. I'm sure there's somebody watching this who knows Robin Gobi. Okay. Yeah. Um, She's great. Uh, so anyway, had been in touch with, with Fleet Feet as a, as a brand um, and just became aware of like the a unique model and entry into like being a franchisee and um, operating and then owning a store. And um, so we kind of took a jump and, um, you know, the, the Quad Cities was, was kind of a ripe market. It, mm-hmm. it was my hometown. Um, I was equipped and had, had been doing this, you know, for quite some time. And so um, it was it was about as close to turnkey as, as a, a new thing could be. Um, so, so that, that was in uh, late 2015. We opened the store in, in March of 16. Okay. How has <clears throat> your view of runners changed being on the other side of the, of the checkout machine? <laughs> Cause you yeah. know, eh, we have a reputation for being kind of weird and being kind of needy. How has your view of runners <laughs> changed owning a running store? Man, um, this might not be like the the answer that you're looking for, but but I think um, uh, what w- what's what's been an evolving thing for me is is just um, really like expanding the definition of runner. Yeah, um, you know that there are there are so many people who um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think there's there's pockets, and there maybe there's been a generation, or there there have been years or, or moments, and I'm surely there's still groups of people that are like this, where the sport can just kind of get elitist. Like, yeah. oh, you you know, oh, you've never run the Boston Marathon, you know, yes. maybe some. You know, I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. Or your shorts are are they touch your knees? Like you're not a real runner, um, you know. And, and that, that I just there's there's no place for that that sort of stuff um, in in my opinion. And so guilty. So we, we, yeah, well, you know, we've all done it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's, it's been fun to, um, 
to kind of get to help rebuild yeah. that that definition. I mean, locally, but um, because it, running is um, uh, this sounds super kitsch, but like running's like a mindset, you know. Yeah. Um, so so uh, yeah, I mean, we've got certainly you know we have customers at the store who who come in and the first thing they do is they put their hands up and say, oh, "I'm not a runner," you know, and yeah, I'm yeah. like. That's fine, you know. It's, it's okay, right? You can still um, buy running but, uh, shoes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's great. But uh, but yeah, you know, to, to be able to celebrate um, somebody who's, who's you know doing a couch five k and and gonna gonna walk and and be happy with that because that's the way that they want to yeah. engage with it, and to you know to the to the semi pro or, or fast little high school kid. I mean, the the, the whole span is. It's fun and exciting because people are they're setting goals and they're if doing you run, things. you're a runner. Well, yeah, and I think let's 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 be honest for a minute, guys. You know, the person doing the couch to five k, I I think that takes a lot more bravery to get up off the couch, decide to do something, and enter and make that change. Right, exactly, oh, and to for know, sure, for sure. Yes, I think there's I think it's braver for someone to get off the couch and sign up for a couch to 5k than it is for me to sign up for a 50k. Because you can complete that and you know exactly. you can. Exactly. Me signing up for a 50k yep. is not brave. Me signing up for a yep. 50 miler is not brave. Someone deciding to change their life knowing that People may judge them, may look at them, but they, they may not be accepted. Imagine not knowing, right? Like you've decided to do this. So you go to a running store and you're already of this mindset of, I don't belong here. Yeah. But then going to some place yeah. like Fleet Feet Davenport and and find out that you do in fact belong there. I mean, that's that's a great thing. You have a chance to, you know, change someone's pers- perspective of running and runners in general. And who knows, you could invite them into uh, the bigger family of runners. So that's all, that's a good answer, Phil. I, w- I wasn't looking for any answer specifically, but you, you, you gave me a darn good one. Good answer, Phil. Let's, Got it. Let's talk about ultra running. I'm looking at your ultra sign-up stats. I'm, I'm, I'm stalking you on ultra sign-up. Yeah. By the way, Tunnel Hill was your first 100 miler. Your finishing yeah. time was 12 hours, 44 minutes, and eight seconds. Just looking at your at your results, I mean, there's some really fast five uh, 50 Ks in here. We're talking about you know three hours and 10 minutes. You know, we're talking about fast, fast 50 Ks and a couple of really fast 50 milers. When did the 100 mile distance pop into your noodle? What what drove that? Yeah, you know, um, I think it like you know you once you probably get to 50k, like those wheels start turning. It's you know, hopeless it's, at that point. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is. You're yeah. you are screwed. Uh, you're absolutely <laughs> screwed. But um, you know, so so I, I thought about would I do that? Should I do that? When would I do that? Like that's been a, a brief little thing that yeah. um, I've entertained. You know, when I've had time. But um, honestly, it was. It was COVID. Um, I, you know, I, um, I was sick like right after Thanksgiving um, last year. So yeah. at that point, I, I'd run two fifties. I'd run yeah. the the Hennepin, uh, the Hennepin hundred. I'd run the fifty mile there twice, um, with varying success rates. I mean, I I, I won the first year. Um, it was a real battle and it was my first time, you know, yeah. and then the, the second time I kind of got my butt kicked. Um, uh, and it, it I don't know it, it, but, but just like 
learning, you know, like, okay, what's this like, you know, what's the suffering like, what's the nutrition like, what's this long stuff like, am I, am I cut out for this? Um, so I'm, I'm like locked in my daughter's or this little bedroom, like became my like little quarantine zone. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm on ultra sign up, man. And I'm just oh, like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when I get out of here, like, and can walk again and breathe, like I got to do something. Um, and so, yeah, that was, I mean, that was November of, of 20. And, um, I ended up putting my name on, on the wait list for the black Canyon hundred K. That's a great, one. Uh, thinking like, I don't know, this looks fun. Um, and warm, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. leave Iowa in February. And, um, boy, I, I think I found out like, that's like a Valentine's day weekend, uh, race. Yeah. And I think, I think I found out on like Christmas Eve that I'd gotten in and I was doing nothing <laughs> like 30 miles a week just kind of you know keeping the turkey off or whatever yeah. and uh so that was like shoot okay so okay training um, time and a, <laughs> yeah and i'm a flat like a, a flat and faster like that's more of my vibe you're from so, iowa let's just put that out there yes. Phil is from iowa so of yep, course flat yep. is going to be his thing yep so so i thought well this is cool i mean this is it's a net down it's 100k It'll be warm. Um, there's not a there's not a ton of climbing, but but it's 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 more technical terrain and and it's it's more mountainous than anything else I've done. This is the, a great next step. This yeah. will, this will be much more challenging than a flat fifty. Uh, so I went and did that. It was a disaster. Um, I, I just the downhills. Um, the first twenty miles are just they're wretched. It, it, it when when you're training in the winter in Iowa, where the longest hill is a half mile long, like. <laughs> You, you can't prepare for 10% downhill for three hours. Like you yeah. just can't, you can't do it. And so uh, it's not wretched. It's a beautiful course and a, and a wonderfully organized race, but um, it beat me up. It just beat me up really bad. So I was two and a half hours in my legs were toast junk. So yeah. So really rough day. I finished and I, I was pleased with, with rallying and kind of finishing. Um, but after that, it was kind of like, okay, that was really hard. And so I bet a flat fast hundred while it's 38 more miles, which is ridiculous. Um, right. That's a stupid jump. This sport, we need to fix that. There needs to be like a, there needs to be something else. It's only 38 more <laughs> right. miles. Don't an worry 85 about miler. Yeah. There needs to be an 85 yeah. miler. Yeah. I'm going to host, it's going to be the Davenport 85 miler. There, there you go. I'll, I'll comp you both. Um, but you know, you know, there'll be like 12 of us, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So I thought, you know, maybe I should, maybe I should give this a go. And, um, you know, the, the, it just seemed like, well, this is nearby. Like, yeah. I mean, it was still a long drive and hotels and, and that stuff, but like, um, it just seemed like it could work. I could fit it in. And, um, so I kind of thought, what the heck, let's, let's give it a shot. And, and specifically, you know, I was familiar with the race and the results that have been turned in there. And I thought, boy, if I'm going to, like if I'm going to train and get ready for something, it sure would be fun to have people to run with. Um, and, and to, with the out and back nature of the course yeah. and the, the talent that usually shows up, I just thought like, this is probably a good scenario. Before we get to serious questions, um, mm-hmm. Jeff Stafford has run the black. Canyon. you've done, you've done it twice. Uh, black Canyon. I've only done once. once. Yeah. What mileage did you shit your pants at? At black. Well, Canyon? now that was the unique year. <laughs> Where because oh. of flooding, 
Oh. They did the alternate course. You went about halfway down the course and turned around and came back. So it was yeah. all uphill on the way back. It was a rough Ooh. course, but it was cold that year. We had snow, sleet, and everything. Oh. And what mileage was it? That's- I think it was about... Well, kilometer wise, it was about eighty five k into it. So. Okay, so it'd be maybe ten miles. Is there a spot? Is did they did they have a sign up saying this is where Jeff Stafford should his pants? Right here, right here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I distinctly I, I remember seeing and, that. Yeah, I stopped and rubbed it. Oh yeah, I did. Um, they got a, they got a marker right there with a medallion. Right. You know, you know, funny. I mean, if we're going to be irreverent, so so the the minute here's when I knew that 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 I was having a bad day at black canyon yeah. um I was, I was i was being conservative and there were some studs eric sensman was there oh. uh i think tyler green i think he's the guy who won anyway it it, it there were some runners yeah. and uh so i'm kind of hanging back and in, in in like a second or a third pack and and i've got hopes of like i don't know being up there yeah. at some point but um and uh it must have been at like 16 between 16 and 18 like all this downhill is 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 it's kind of coming to an end. Um, and, and I had to go to the bathroom. And so I pooped behind right a next cactus. to the marker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well now, now it's double marked. Right. So I, 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 I squatted down to poop behind this giant cactus, which is really, I mean, it's quite a scene, you know, I've yeah, never yeah. had the opportunity to do that. So I thought, you know, when in Rome, this is great. And, um, <laughs> and so I grabbed some of the prickles and no, um, <laughs> But w- when I stood back up out of my out of my Stance. jungle squat, yeah, I I felt it right away. Like, oh, you're toast. Like your quads are done. Um, and, and it wasn't the bathroom break that they're not in, working but it, real it, well. It revealed it was like, oh, this is not like that was hard to stand up. Um, so that was it. And then the, and then the rest of the day was a really big struggle. So. You know, I I really I really feel that you and, and and Phil have a connection, Jeff. Not only are you both Iowa boys, you have both shit on the course. Yes, at Black yeah. Kid. You got to do it. I mean, you're darn near family. Mine yeah. were in my pants, but it was in a squat. <laughs> and then then I then I had to take them off and rinse them out in a puddle. Oh man! That, and put I them back on. A, hope it wasn't a puddle of pee from the guy before. <laughs> no, no, it's just a sexual rain puddle. So oh, that's yeah. good. That's All good. Right. All right, so we're getting serious again, just for a second. I'm glad we got we that. Go. I'm glad we're able to share this moment, this tender moment between Jeff Stafford, uh, no holds barred, and, and yeah. Phil Young. Um, Phil. How did your training change when you just when you, you had that horrible, not so good Black Canyon 100K? How do you how you knew that you were going to do this hundred miler? But how did you change up your training to get ready for adding 38 additional miles to the only, bad day? Only right, only 30, 38 yeah. miles to your bad day. Yeah, so um, say uh, a couple different things. One, I I. I purposefully increased my overall volume. Um, I'm not a, I mean, it depends on who you're talking to, but I'm not a high volume guy. Um, I mean that I've, I can count on one hand the number of times I've gone over hundred in a week. Um, and, and normally like my summertime, like I'm running and able to jump in the races, it's 70 miles. Like that's just kind of what happens. And so, um, I turned that up uh, and then was at, you know, a 70 or 75 probably for 
five months, you know, yeah. uh, or so straight, and then kind of got up into the 80s and stayed up there for some time. So, so that was a more consistent uh, general spike in mileage, which again, I, I recognize is not even 50% of the mileage that, that two of the other cats are normally doing um, that I raced last week, and um, which is incredible. Uh, so, so yeah, the mileage went up and then the long, like the long efforts I made the focus. Like if I was gonna, if I was gonna skimp it, it was like, I'm not gonna go out, you know, on Wednesday if it, if it causes me to pull time from the family or from work or right, whatever, right, but yeah. like, I'm going to wake up at four on Saturday and like, we're going to, we're going to do this for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to, um, and and I'm going to get real specific with my nutrition or I'm going to try and, um, you know, try to figure some of that stuff out. So, and, and, and the long efforts were all right at goal pace, um, or, or at least goal effort. So I was running, I was slow, which actually meant slowing down for me. I, I would typically, if I'm just out there having fun, it's, it's 645, 650. And, and I had to kind of dial them back to like 715 yep. to really get used to like, this has to feel natural. If you it have feels to awkward, hold this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If it feels awkward, it's no good. And so, um, yeah, so I slowed down just a touch on the long efforts. Um, I made sure that they happened every week. I, I must've had 20, 20 mile runs, which, you know, I mean, you're, you're, your typical marathon buildup, like I'd have two or three. Right. Um, right. And, and so, um, so that was good. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the type of workouts, like I, I would make sacrifices. I didn't race quite as much, um, like the local 5k scene. Like I, I pulled a lot of that stuff out and would, um, yeah, just make sure I was getting long. What was, your, what was your longest training run going into tunnel hill? So I, I, I planned the 50 at Hennepin again. Okay. It was, it was five weeks out. Perfect. Um, yeah, it was perfect. So, um, and then, and just a, a wonderful atmosphere to get a really meaningful training yeah. run in. So, um, so, so there was that, even though that's technically a, a race. And then, um, I did, I did 50 K probably three or four times, um, and then the Quad Cities Marathon, um, which is just a blast, uh, I I pace every year, mm-hmm. um, right at three hours, which is is pretty relevant um, yeah. for what I was trying to do for the hundred. So I put like eight or nine miles in beforehand, early in the morning, and kind of made that a, a heavy day. Uh, yeah, so you know, thirty thirty one was kind of the the long, uh, the normal long run. And then I had a couple weird days with a race and, and stuff like that. Nice. Now the, the quad city marathons pacing did not show up on ultra sign up, So I don't know if that officially counts, Phil. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> I, knew I, Damn should, it. knew I shouldn't have done that. Damn it. Um, so nutrition wise, that seems to be the piece of the puzzle that so many people struggle with. How many yeah. calories per hour? How do I get these calories in? What was your nutrition plan going into Tunnel Hill? Yeah, so um, th- this is this this might be everything. Um, I at Hennepin. Um, I mean, each each time I've done the fifty, um, I've had like a really dark patch, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it's usually come way earlier than I thought it should. Yeah, like, in, in between twenty four and twenty eight. Yep, uh, and I'm always just like, what is the deal? Like, I I, I can. I, I can run 10 seconds slower per mile and do 30 of these on a not race day. And like, it goes okay. Yeah. And then so why, you know, so, and there's probably some nuance there, but um, so like having that happen historically, but now I'm targeting this hundred. And so I think this 50 is actually going to be, 
it's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be fine. I'm going to run a hundred mile goal pace. Um, I'm going to try to be steady with my nutrition, whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, the wheels totally fell off. It was humid. Um, and my nutrition was off. It was just haphazard. Like I, I just, I'm not a very measured person. Mm-hmm. I'm not super calculated. I don't keep track of stuff. So like causality, I, I like if I eat four pizzas and then my stomach hurts, I'm not able to go, oh, maybe the pizza, you know, I, I just can't, I can't do that. That's like math, um, two and two. I, oh, yeah, I'm just upset that my stomach hurts. Like that's right. it. And so, right. um, so anyway, Hennepin, I'm so grateful. Uh, it, it, it went awfully and, and I realized I have to fix this. I've got to figure out what happened. And, and I just thought I must have been dehydrated and I must not be getting enough calories. And so I actually reached out to Taggart, uh, who, who was there and we hadn't, we didn't have a relationship really prior to that. Um, he came and ran the Quad Cities Marathon. So that was mm-hmm. kind of our yeah. first interaction. And then, and then a week later we're at Hennepin and he, and he just, you know, mopped the floor with me, although he had a rough, a rough go too, yeah. um, uh, compared to what his, his target was. And, um, so we just talked to, I just picked his brain on, on some nutrition stuff and, um, and really, I mean, got some helpful tips, but, but a lot of that was just kind of forcing the thought of like, Hey, you have to, you need to plan this out. You need to practice it and you need to like, you need to overdo it and find out what the limit is. So in the, in the, in the five weeks leading up to the race, my, my last three big efforts, like the only goal was like, figure out what can you eat? How much of it can you eat? How much water before your stomach is sloshy? Like, how much can you really take in? What I, works? I, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I needed to figure out a plan, and so um, I got that. I got that pretty dialed in, which is a strange thing for me. I mean, my wife. I, I made her a. She had a spreadsheet, man. She had everything at every stop. You got to make me take this, 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 this. I got to have all this stuff. Um, and so it was my my. I just hydrated with water. I didn't do any any drink uh, other than water, and then later on, like pop. But yeah. uh, the plan was water salt stick uh i was eating uncrustables shout out to smuckers oh um, yeah the uncrustables those work dude they're they're so clutch it's mm-hmm. just it's such a good grab so uh uncrustables and then i was alternating those with like a honey stinger gummy um some gel some some roctane um and I'm, I'm really like my stomach's pretty cool with all those things so i can early on i can do anything gel gummy who cares yeah uh, you get me into uh, 40, 50, 60. And I start to have, I start to object to everything. And all I want is like potato chips and pickles. Um, so, but for the first 50 miles, it was every five miles, there was food and every five miles I had to exhaust a bottle. Um, so I was doing probably 32 ounces of water every hour and, um, and in either a sandwich or gummies every five miles, um, with either salt stick or some Highlands leg cramps. I was doing some of those, um, and I, I stuck with that, uh, real religiously through 50. And then we modified it when stuff got weird for me. Um, and, and just kind of guess and check a little bit the rest. Yeah. Of when it. stuff gets weird for me, for me, and everybody has to find out. Yeah. Liquid calories seem to work better for me later in a race. Ensure. Yep. You yep. like yeah. to, you like ensure. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. cause it it's got the great. vitamins that it's a person great. your age needs. It's got protein. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah, like, I'd, say in, I'd say in a typical typical hundred miler, uh, probably about mile 65, 70, somewhere in that range, 
I got to go to Liquid Nutrition. Now, Phil, we were talking off the air about sponsorships and how I'm sure your your inbox is blowing up. But <laughs> ride with me for a second, Phil. With his shit his pants story at Black Canyon and his Liquid Nutrition, I see a massive sponsorship opportunity in the ultra world for Depends and yeah. Insure. Yes, with Jeff. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yep. I think that's genius. I, and honestly, if, if they're not going to put the money up, I think you start your own brand. I, I'm, your own brand. I'm, I'm inclined <laughs> to agree. Just garbage in, garbage out. Exactly. Is, is <laughs> they are missing an opportunity with the elderly ultra runner. Right. You know, that will occasionally <laughs> such a market. <laughs> that's a huge market. That they're, not, they're, not, they're not tapping into. You could probably sell that in your store. Yes. Right. And you and you got to get you got to get insurance to pay for that right. stuff. Yes. Of Medicaid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. So we're going to have, what we're going to do is we're going to have Jeff come to the Fleet Feet in Davenport. Fleet, we're going to call it Fleet Feet Senior. Fleet Feet, yes, Silver, Fleet Feet Silver is what we're going to call it. Yeah. And Jeff's going to have Good. a big cardboard cut out of right. Jeff and a big display Hold of Depends. And Depends sure. Active. Depends Active is what they'll call it for I the like active that. for the active senior with bladder and, and, and bowel problems. Yeah. This is a great idea. Man, we just made a million dollars here. You can run drip free. Right here, it turns tonight. into a gel. <laughs> No, no more drips on your run. Okay, so, 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 Phil, let's be, let's be honest. This is just three guys talking. Yep. When you planned to go into Tunnel Hill, did you plan to win? No, um, I, uh, I, I wanted to win. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, um, if I'm perfect, and the other guys aren't, I. Uh, somebody's waving, and I yeah, just yeah. met them. Just that's my wife. Realistically, yeah. where did you okay. think you would? Yeah. Where did you think you'd kind of place realistically? Yeah. What was your? I, I mean, I mean, I think my 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 honest stretch goal was if I'm third behind, and this is not to speak. I mean, I, there's a whole bunch of guys in that race. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I, I thought Zach Taggart. If I'm third on that list, like absolutely, like, like, I'm good with it. I will do that. Um, and whatever order those two guys would have been that, that that's um, whatever. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, and I honestly, I, I read the, you know, Zach and I have, have met each other a couple times and, and, you know, Taggart and I had been, been yeah. going back and forth and you've been super helpful beforehand, but you know, I'm like getting ready for bed on Friday night and reading, you know, whatever blog post saying right, yeah. like oh it's the zach and taggart show and like the air <laughs> the arrogant like the you know the i don't know i'm just a dummy and i'm like jackie you know my wife i'm like look get a look at this you know and, and, the, and it's like in jest it's like i'm gonna mix it up and like there's yeah. no validity to having a thought like that and um at least i, I didn't think and so i yeah i winning i wouldn't have said you're like there's no way it could happen but it I wanted to run 13 hours and I, and I wanted to feel good, you know, and I wanted to battle and I just, I wanted to get through it. And I thought like, that's, if I'm third place and I win 500 bucks and, yeah. I, and, and I run 13 I'm hours. I'm good with like, that. Yeah. Like what a, what a day. Yeah. Like what an incredible day that would be. So, yeah. I want to say I was just this. impressed there were three, I believe it was three sub 13 runners, which is yeah. incredible. Holy cow. Um, I will say that Taggart Van Etten's a great guy. We've had him on the podcast a couple yep. of times and, and the kind of guy that you could reach out to and be like, okay, what do you think oh, on yeah. nutrition? He's not going to be like, fuck you. 
I don't know yeah, who no, you he, are. No, it he's going he to he help so you. so helpful. Uh, Zach Bitter, he may live out west now, but he's a, a product of Wisconsin. So you got yeah, he's three, a Midwestern. Yeah, you got three Midwest guys just kind of hanging out that? there. Um, so you, you told the line after staying up all night reading about the bitter Van Etten show, joking <laughs> yeah. with your wife, saying like, I'm going to wreck the fucking day. Guess who's, <laughs> guess who's taking Zach Bitter's lunch money? This guy. Uh, you know? And, you, and then the gun goes off to walk us through the first part of Tunnel Hill. And how did the first 25 miles go for you? Yeah, so, um, we, you know, Taggart uh, had kind of established with me uh, that like what his ambitions were for the day yeah, um, and what he was going to target for the first 50 to, to 75. And, and it was, it was genius. It was seven Oh five to seven ten, And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it, I mean, to, if I ran a hundred of those, I mean, that's getting pretty ambitious. You know, yeah. there's yeah. only five guys that have ever done that. And so, but I thought that's, that is, that is the most like cautiously comfortable pace for me. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm going to have somebody else to do it with, maybe it'll set me up to have a good day. So, so my, my plan was to stay with him and for us to just run together and to drink water and to eat food and to stay as low key as I could. Um, just understanding that things usually get bad for me at some point and it's uncharted territory. It's a long day, et cetera. So, um, honestly, the, the first 25 were, they were a joy. Um, and, and I would say the most Come, I think I stopped to pee like five times. I I was so frightened that I'd be dehydrated, man. I drank like, so much I'm water. I'm falling behind, <laughs> damn it. I need those depends. Yeah, the, the three days leading up, man, I was I was just putting it all in there. And um but uh yeah, Tagger was constantly I mean he had a plan and he and he, I mean he's a robot. Yes, he, he really if is. So he trains on the treadmill a lot, you know, and the treadmill kind of sets the deal. But if you look at some of his big long efforts, his Quad City Marathon, it's like he doesn't have the treadmill. And it's 526, 526, 527, 526, 520. I mean, it's just the same. Yeah. He's able to do it. And so he's he's hyper aware of that stuff. And so he was he was throttling us back over and over. It, it'd be every other mile is like, Phil, we gotta slow down. Slow down. And I'm like, slow all right, down. all right, my bad, you know. And so um, so we were constantly checking ourselves against that. And it, yeah. it wasn't until um I mean, to, to fast way forward, it wasn't until about 47 where uh, there was ever separation that wasn't due to like someone getting aid. Like he, he gapped Jacob and I by just like 10 feet. And I was like, oh, hold on. Like what's, what's going on? Cause he wasn't going faster. I was like, why don't I, you know, like, oh no, I'm not feeling super relaxed anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, you do that, you feel pretty darn good. Was there any point, did Zach Bitter say like later bitches and at the start line right. just, just take off, you didn't see him for a while or were you all kind of in yeah. the same pack? Yeah, we were together, you know, we did the little loop. We, um, this is incredible guys. My wife is decorating for Christmas um, <laughs> while we're live live on the internet. You gotta no, love that. No, it's, five, it's, yeah. There's five million people watching right now. There's five, now. There's, there's five people that are listening five. to this right now. <laughs> Wait a minute, what about Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. My wife uh, yeah, was drinking so he, wine with her friend, right? And they were talking well, loudly behind us. So there's going to be all these sounds of Christmas and drunken wives in this good. background of this podcast. Yeah, who needs audio? Uh, you know, or whatever. <laughs> this um, is audio yeah. only, by the way. So you can go ahead and you know do whatever. Oh, so. gr- I can pick my nose. You so, can pick your nose. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, he, I mean, it wasn't a half mile and then we were, he, he, it was, it was pretty clear. Like 
he was going to run six forties and Taggart was going to run seven tens. And I was, I was running the, as slow as I could. And I was off by myself in, in like second or second place or something, because Taggart was like, Phil, I'm back here. Like I'm not coming. And I was like, Oh, oh crap. Okay. Man, I, I really got to slow down. So I stopped and peed at like mile three that let, that let all those guys catch me. There were a couple other guys from Texas. Um, and uh, Jacob at that point went up kind of chasing Zach. And so it was these two Texas kids and Taggart and myself um, who finally kind of, you know, gelled around 5k. Yeah. And, and Zach was gone. And, and for me, it was like, awesome. Like he's going to set the world record and I'm going to be in the same race. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. And there, it's out and back. So I get to see him all the time and go, whoa, you know, Michael Jordan. <laughs> right, like, it's really right, good. Right. And uh, so, so that was cool. But yeah, he was, um, he was not, um, I mean, Taggart was, was very fixed on like, I'm going to catch him. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to get through 50, 60, 70, and I'm ready to run six. We'll reel him in. If yeah. I have to, we'll, I will go get him. And I'm thinking, boy, if we get to that spot where he says, all right, time to go. Like, I will probably not be able to go and that's fine. Cause I'll have run 70 good miles. Yeah. Um, no, Zach was gone and he was not, it wasn't even a thought. Um, yeah, it wasn't a thought. So first half of the race went okay for you. Did you experience that 50 mile, you know, fall apart or was it you pretty smooth sailing all the way through the first 50? Yeah. I mean, you know, I PR'd at, at 50, um, which was just, and, and I, I felt like nothing happened. I felt like I didn't do anything. Um, wow. Yeah. So that was great. Um, and, and that was a test. I mean, the training, yeah. And the nutrition, yeah. But just the steady race plan, I, I, I think was, um, we were just real conservative and steady. And uh, so that was great. But but I, I mentioned, you know, around 47 or 48, he gapped a little. And yeah. I just thought like, oh, shoot, this is, yeah, we're, we've run 50 miles. Like this is yeah. a long ways. And um, when I stopped to see my wife at, at, um, you know, at the start finish line um, for aid and I'm a, I'm an emotional dude. Like, you know, she's, she's got a plan. So she gives me my stuff and I, I switch this and I grab a hat and I whatever and get my gummy bears. And like, um, I, I left like almost crying. I t- I was like, babe, I'm screwed. Like I'm, I just felt, I just felt it. Like I, I don't want to go back out there. Yeah. Like, it, it went from like, this is real fun to, oh, shoot, I can feel it. That thing that I hate that, that I was hoping like somehow wouldn't come foolishly, like it, here it is. And I don't want to do it. And so I took off and they, uh, Taggart and, and um, Jacob snuck out of there before me. And previously at every aid station, we were running, you know, so easily that like we'd always just regroup. Yeah. And, um, and, and it wasn't competitive. We were just having fun. And uh, they took off and I kind of like, I was like two blocks behind them, you know? And so that's, it would have taken, you know, a, a little surge to catch them, which for the first 50, we, I would always do that. You pee, you surge up. It's fine. Yeah. A couple, a couple times I'd stop while Tiger peed or whatever, you know, we do yeah. that. But, um, but this was different and it was like, shoot, they're gone. And I don't have the gas like to go. So um, the dark spot came at about 51 and um, it, it, it lasted real specifically until about 55, which I'm, I'm grateful it was that short. Um, but I had real low energy levels, um, which affected my, you know, self-esteem and my outlook. Um, and then I was having simultaneously like some really severe, like posterior tibial pain that felt like, I mean, it felt pretty convenient that like, 
I want to quit. Oh, look, I'm injured, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I got a boo-boo. It, Hold it on. Felt, yeah, yeah it, but it felt kind of like stress fracture type of stuff, and I just thought, man, I'm already hating this, and – that doesn't feel right. And so, man, I might need the pull. I might need the drop. I ran a good 50. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's fine, you know? And, but then I'm thinking about stupid, stupid things like, like ultra sign up. Like I'm going to have a freaking DNF. <laughs> that's going <laughs> to, that's going to look like kill. crap. <laughs> that's going to kill my ranking, uh, you know, and I'm going to have to talk to my kids. Daddy, how's the race? Well, your dad quit, you know? Right. And, uh, Quitter. And the, right. And, those things are fine, but, um, you know, so those little things, I'm having those little thoughts and but part of the plan that I had put in place along with the nutrition and the pacing was like, if it gets bad, you have, you, you can't act surprised. You have to have a plan. And so my plan was you walk a 10th of a mile. And when the watch says point one, you go you run and you run until it beats. And so you finish the mile. And so that, that was my plan. I did that from, from 51, to 55 so i had four miles of walk a tenth and run run nine tenths um i got to 55 which my wife was at 60 yeah 55 was like no crew uh and uh man i was ready like to borrow somebody's phone uh, my leg really hurt i still wasn't feeling great um so i you know i I kind of stood there for a while and what do you need? And I'm thinking like, no, oh, I need to not tell them what I need. Cause I want, I want to, you know, I want a taxi. Yeah. Are there, still, are there taxis in Vienna, Illinois? Uh, they have an Uber. They, um, they have an Uber there. I don't There's know. There's one what, guy. He's they, got a truck, well, you know, yeah. come pick you up. His, He's name, his name's Uber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I, I somehow got out of that aid station. I'm, I'm grateful that I got out of there. Um, so I, I grabbed the Coke. That was my first aid that wasn't that I didn't pack. Yeah. Well, uh, I was like, all right, I better drink a pop. And um, so I drank some Coke and I started walking and kicking rocks and and you know pouting and being upset. And uh, but once I once it beeped at me or whatever, I started running. And then actually, very soon the lights kind of came back on. My legs still really hurt, but it was like, hey, I feel okay. And so I think I turned in like four consecutive like 745s or eight-minute miles. And I entered 60 where my wife was um, feeling good, uh, like energy level yeah. and maybe maybe mentally, but my leg was still bad. Um, so we had to we had to stop and, and do some real soul searching and some troubleshooting at, at 60. Um to, to kind That's of when she grabbed over. you by the hair and said, listen, don't you be a weenie. Get out there and get well, it done. I, yeah, I mean, listen, the, uh, here is a good story. This one will, this one will get some subscribers. So at, at, <laughs> at, at Hennepin, um, at Hennepin, when I tried to drop, and this is at like 27 miles. Yeah. I, the, I mean, it's remarkable that this happened to me. At 27 miles, I'm like, right, this sucks. And my wife, my wife, her sister's in town, my, my niece and nephew, and they're all going to drive from Davenport to Kelowna or to wherever, yeah. Illinois, to, to, to come watch me finish, right? And it's kind of, it might rain. And, and it's like, and there's, there's a timing game, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, you guys should get there at this time because that's when I'll finish. And uh, so anyway, I roll into the safe station and I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm going to call my wife. And I have to tell her, hey, babe, I'm in the middle of nowhere and I need you to I'll walk, I guess, a little more. But like, you got to come out here and try to find me. I know your whole family's here. I know this isn't the plan, but I quit. And uh, the woman at the aid station, here's why I'm telling you this is because my wife didn't do this. But the, there's a woman at the aid station 
<laughs> and uh, gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to listen to this, guys. And so um, anyway, I'm at the stage station and uh, and the guy, one of the guys at the stage says, no, man, you're you're in first place. You know, yeah, like yeah. you're not going to quit. The guy says, oh, I'm here. Are you here? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Are you good? Great. Okay. I'm going to keep talking. All right. Keep going. Um, keep going, Phil. Any, hey, anyway. Hey, get off the internet. Well, I'll keep going. The bandwidth. Yeah. It's probably, actually, it really probably is. Kids. <laughs> it's not worth it. Anyway, this woman told me, she said, she said, you can't drop out here. She points over to her kids. You can't drop out. We don't expose our children to failure. <laughs> But I was also having like an identity crisis in the moment. And I'm just like, no, I, I'm i not a fail. Like, I can quit if I want. This doesn't mean anything. You're not but the boss like, of me. You're, I was like, man. And so, uh, and so I took off and I just started walking. And um, and so anyway, anyway, I got out of there. And, and that ended up being like, I guess, the thing that I needed to hear, which, yeah. is, which was strange. But um, so to fast forward to 60 at... Uh, at Tunnel Hill with Jackie, uh, she, I mean, she was in, under under very clear instructions to not let me drop. Um, and I rolled into the aid station and I'm, I'm no longer with, you know, Taggart and Jacob. And so she knows that it's not going as well as it was going. Yeah. And uh, and she knew at 50 that it wasn't going well. And she's, how you doing? And I was like, I'm going to quit, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, and she's like, no, you're not. And I said, no, it's my leg, you know, like. I had a couple good miles. I mean, I had real bad ones, and then I had a couple good ones. I'm I'm feeling kind of better with my leg. I don't think it's great, and so, um, so what ended up happening? And here, I mean, this this is what this is what saved the day. Is I, um, I, w- I went in the porta potty. I used the bathroom. I I brought like all kinds of different shoes and gear um, to make changes or edits if I needed to. And um, so I was running in the in the Alpha Fly uh, for the first sixty, which is awesome yeah um just it's just great um they're really fast and and they're really smooth but they're a little unstable um they're you know they're tall and you know as your as your form breaks down and your weaknesses are exposed to like all those small little movements over and over like yep. i i think as a as a shoe geek and a biomechanics nerd like i i think there was a lot of like deviation towards the the medial aspect like i'm rolling in ju- just a little too much yeah. and and so the inside of my shin is like really bugging me. And I'm thinking, how do I address this? What can we, how do we troubleshoot? And so I had the Bondi X from Hoka, uh, which is a, a like a rocket ship um, that's really stable. And um, so we got those out. I put in my Curex insoles, which just really addressed the way my foot moves just, just ever so slightly. And I felt a lot more locked in and safe and secure, um, but still, but still swift. And, um, you know, ate some chips, ate some pickles. Uh, I had a Red Bull. That's my Red Bull doesn't care. They're not going to sponsor me. They give you uh, wings, Phil. It gives you wings. They do. Yeah. They do. I drank three Red Bulls in oh, one wow. day. Uh, but so that was my first Red Bull was at 60. And I'm like, let's go. It's time. Yeah. Like, give me the Red Bull. Give me the new shoes. Uh, I'll eat some chips. And then I was still not confident about the leg. But at 60, you're, you've got a five mile, you got a two and a half out, two and a half back. Yeah, and yeah. then you're at, you're at the same spot for 65. And I just kind of told Jackie, like, okay, I, like, I'll keep going. I'll be back in five miles, you know, and I guess we'll figure it out, you know. And so I'm 
I'm not feeling terribly confident, but I'm like, fine, I guess I'll not quit yet. Um, and it was yet, like, that's how it felt. I won't quit. I won't quit yet. Um, and I left aid and I never walked again. Um, the, the next five miles were smooth. I ate my food. My leg felt much improved. Um, see, like, how's it, how's yeah. it going? Are you now, now you think you're going to quit? I'm like, give me my stuff. We got to go. Like, give me my salt. Give me my sandwich. It's game time. Like I was feeling good. So when did you take the lead? What mile? So I, between, between 65 and 70, I was made aware by runners uh, on the out and backs. Um, uh, I was made aware that Taggart was, was walking. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that sucks. You know? Right. Yeah. But, uh, but okay. So, but what that did for me was it was like, okay, you were having a hell of a time and you almost quit, but now you're kind of feeling Stay in the game, you know, stay in the race. So that was a little like glimmer of hope, which sounds strange because it, it's someone else's bad day, you know, turning that into my good day, but that's, it's competition. This yeah. is what happens. So, so Taggart's having a bad day. Um, I, I must've caught him at about 68 and, you know, just encouraged him and asked him if, if I needed to, like, am I pulling you along? Like, are you coming with like, let's go. And he's like, I'm, I'm it's not good. My hip's not good. I'm dizzy and whatever. And so I, I wished him well and, and kept going um, so that's when I passed Taggart. So that, that put me in third. Um, and then, uh, I, I, I mean, fast forward, I, I make it to 74, 76 yeah. at the start finish line and like things are still going well. And I look at the clock and I'm like, I got to run 24 miles in three hours, like eight minute miles, like, and I'll break 13. This is insane. Like how did my day get rescued so quickly? And so it was a real business. I grabbed my long sleeve. I got my headlamp. I got all the stuff I needed for this last, you know, out and back. And I got on my way. Um, I didn't know. I never, I did not know that I was in second place. Um, Apparently I caught Jacob between, um, between like 80, uh, 83 and, 86 or something right right because the 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 aid station at the aid station at the far end is at is at 86 and 90 right yeah. um and you've got four miles of 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 out and back so i saw my wife at 86 I, th- I thought i was in third place but i thought dude this is it's great like it's still going great let's go um i headed out that's when i saw zach he was three miles ahead of me i'm at i'm at 86 and a half he's at 89 and a half so he's got 25 minutes on me and at that point I was like, you're the best, you know, like, <laughs> bravo, bravo. There he is. Yeah. He's still, he's still killing everyone. Right. Um, way to go, Zach. And then I ran out in the dark, you know, towards the cone at 88. And when I, I got to the turn and I thought, I haven't seen Jacob yet. Where is he? Right. Like, why isn't he still behind Zach? I made the turn two minutes later. I saw him coming from behind me, which was a shock. Um, yeah. When I got to aid, I, I told Jackie, I was like, hey, I'm beating Jacob. She's like, oh, I know. I was like, oh, thanks. I, I did not, I would have I would have liked to have been equipped with this information, but right. whatever. This is important, woman. So now, now, like things are really starting to change. Now I've got, 10, I'm at 90, I have 10 miles to go and I'm in second place behind Zach Bitter. And yeah. it's downhill. Uh, yeah, and, and like, and there's some fun, you know, there's the tunnel, which it's not fun, but it breaks the things yeah. up mentally. 
Um, and like, I think I can do 10 miles. Like, I really think I can do it. I've been pretty steady. I'm, everything's under eight. I've got time. Like I've been banking some time against yeah. that, like eight minute goal for my last 24. And um, so I set off thinking like, hold it together. Don't screw it up. Do not get past, stay in second place. And what a day. Yeah. Have a great day. Um, yeah. What a great day. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I talk a lot, but uh, I mean, to, to finish that up, I, so 90 uh, tunnel, great, great, great. I got all the way to um, 97 and my wife had, Jackie had driven to the finish line and was running out towards me. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up seeing her at 97, but between 90 and 97, I was getting really conflicting reports from other runners and from spectators, like who like at intersections and stuff. I had one guy say, um, you're in first. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, like, did he drop? Did Zach drop? And I know on the internet, people thought he dropped. Um, and then I asked some people that I was passing, like, they were like, wow, you're just, you know, they're running the 50. Like, you're doing so great. And I'm like, hey, has anybody else come by? This is while I'm running. I'm like, yeah. have, you seen, have you seen anybody? <laughs> and uh, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, what? You know, like, what What on earth? How has this happened? So for there was there were probably 10 minutes where I thought, am I in first? Um, but then I got a, a firm report. No, Zach, he's ahead of you. He passed us earlier. And I'm like, okay, good. All is well. That's what I thought. Chill out finish your race. Yeah. So then my wife catches me at, at 97. I'm like, what are we at? She said, and I said, cause my watch was a little off. I said, yeah. wow, that's great. Three miles. So we were jogging in the dark. She's playing music on her phone. I'm running eight minute miles. And like, I'm kind of, I don't know. Is cloud eight a good place. I'm like on cloud eight. Yeah. I'm like, pretty, yeah. this is like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to run, I'm going to run 13 hours. I'm going to be second place behind Zach Bitter. I don't know. This couldn't have gone any What's better. What's not to like? This is, right. This, I am so thrilled. And then um, at be, between 99 and 99 and a half, we came up behind Zach and his wife, Nicole. And I, um, I could not believe it. I was, I was so shocked. I thought he was done. I thought he's probably in the car. And, um, my wife and I are running and she's to my left and there's me. And then up over here uh, on, on to my right is, are these two individuals. And I, I looked and I pointed at Zach and I turned and looked at my wife and I'm like, is that Zach? And she's like, yeah, yeah that <laughs> totally is. And I'm like, and I flipped out. Um, I just, I mean, you could ask Zach. I mean, he, he, we witnessed it. I, I was like, where'd he go Zach? And then I just, boom. <laughs> Um, because I'm thinking like, I mean, this is like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it felt like a Disney movie, you know? And uh, so the hills I, are alive. Yeah. it was <laughs> yes. ridiculous. So, I mean, the adrenaline, the adrenaline was out of this world. Um, I, I, I went from an eight ten to a, my fastest mile a day. It was like five forty five. Um, <laughs> it was just unbelievable. I, 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 I cannot believe that it happened. So that that's how it ended. Um, I was not, I didn't have a lead until the last 1200 meters. You, you Good basically, Lord. you led tunnel Hill for all of 1200 meters. 
Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So what? So you cross the finish line. Everyone's going like that's like that. a Dale Earnhardt finish. Well, yeah. Everybody. Should, everyone's going. Everyone be quiet. Zach should be here any minute. And then they see yep. this long-haired mustachioed gentleman. Who's that dude from Iowa? Cross, and they're like, that guy's got to be running the fifty. What is that? And then, and then you cross the finish line. That that must have been awesome to just you've won the Tunnel Hill hundred miler. You, yeah. you 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 pass Zach Bitter with twelve hundred meters to go. What did he say to you at the finish line? Yeah, Zach or or like the Steve. race director. What did, yeah, what did Zach Steve, say so. to you? Was he like, thanks a lot, asshole? <laughs> yeah, you jerk. Uh, no, you know, um, we could have walked I mean, in together, yeah, holding I mean, hands. Some, we could, yeah. Gosh darn it, I really screwed that one up. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, every, everybody at the finish. I mean, it was the videos are a, a ton of fun to watch because everybody was as shocked as I. I mean, everyone was shocked, including me. Like they're waiting for a headlamp, and then it's like, here comes Zach, and it's like, oh wait, what? Who is this? <laughs> whoa, 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 hold and, the uh, phone. <laughs> And uh, man, Stop it, the it, it presses. was so fun. I, I, I'm jumping around like a little kid and um, at like the Little League World Series or something. And uh, yeah, everybody was super complimentary and excited hugs and Camille and, and my friend Big Ed, he's there. And like, um, it was just a riot. And uh, so I'm, I'm soaking all that up. Zach ended up being three minutes back. Um, and I, I, I didn't even get to talk to him. He, he was not, he was not doing very well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I went over and, and encouraged him on his way in and then they kind of just like hobbled off to the tent. And I think they were already kind of in the car and, and, um, his wife came out, uh, which was incredible. She came and just addressed Jackie and I both specifically and just said, Hey, Zach's just not, he's not doing well. He's cold. He's, he's a mess. Like we're going to get out of here, but he just wanted to make sure that you knew like, great job and he's super happy for you and um so it was a that was a super nice gesture and, and we've kind of gone back and forth online a little bit since then but um yeah i mean he the the, the cool part and it's something that i'll i'll never forget and, and that i appreciate about him and, and maybe didn't know um ahead of time like when i when i passed him um with my cute little surge <laughs> good he, job <laughs> he he rose up to come with and and it must have been and he's having a rough go yeah like he ran 85 seven minute miles yeah you know and then and then now he's doing tens and and it's just not good you know it's it it, it I, I i've 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 not felt it in that way because of the you know i've not run those first 80 miles like he did but i've felt terrible before and uh and it just seemed like, you know, I mean, he went for it and he was probably feeling terrible. Like I've got to get to this finish line. And when I came up on him, he, he reacted and responded and and came with, I don't know if it was 20 meters or 120 meters. Cause I was so scared. I, I just, I wouldn't turn around. I wouldn't like, I'm just like, like, you gotta go, you gotta boom. go. Uh, but he, but he came with, and I just thought like in light of the fact that, that he ended up being three minutes back over less than a mile, um, I don't know. Just to know that, like, he tried to go. Like, he yeah. he he wanted to win the race too, and he's a competitor. And um, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was really cool. And um, gosh, it it made me run because um, I was scared. Like, I don't want to. It. I don't know. I don't want to lose. Like at that point, it's like, oh shoot, I can win. You know. Right. Now, yeah. Now I, w- I went from having nothing to lose to everything right. <laughs> to lose. 
Yeah. What an amazing wow. story. We end it with that. The incredible Woo. finish. You now, everybody knows who Phil Young is. Phil, thank you for spending your, your evening with us while your wife is decorating for Christmas and we could hear the joy of your kids playing uh, in the background. Thank I you wish for, you could see it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank you for sharing your story with us on the Adventure Jogger. This was an absolute blast, Phil. Pretty Thanks awesome. You guys. I, Pretty I had awesome a ton day. Of fun, and, and I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it again. I guess. <laughs> All right, you can go to adventurejogger.com for back episodes. There's also gear. Did you know we have Adventure Jogger joggers? You can get yours now at theadventurejogger.com. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode.